Hi everyone, my name is Ishan, and this is the Build Your Talent Stack podcast. I started my career feeling like I needed to fit in, and now I shape my own career opportunities. And together with the guests I feature on this podcast, we share how we challenge the status quo in how we learn, connect with an aligned tribe who gets us, and shape our own jobs. And in many cases, these are jobs that didn't exist before. Get ready to be inspired to explore creative ways to learn, future-proof your talent stack, and forge your own path in the future of work in a way that brings out your personality and your zone of genius. Hi everyone, it's Ishan here. Welcome to episode 90. As we officially count down to our 100th episode... I'd like to invite you all to celebrate this milestone virtually with me by being a part of episode 100. In episode 100, I'll be sharing my biggest learnings and I'd also love for you to contribute to this episode by sharing a brief one to two minute voice memo or audio clip where you share your favorite guest or favorite reflection over the past two years. I'll have all the audio clips edited together and released as part of episode 100, which will be out in January. All the details are in the show notes, or you can head over to ishanchan.co forward slash 100. On to today's episode. Today, I wanted to share a question that I was asked by one of my mentees about how to transition out of an entry-level role to the field that she really wanted to work in. The person who asked me this question was in their first three years of their career, I believe, and she was worried about how to bridge a pathway from a very operational role to a career in technology, but she wasn't sure if the kind of role that she was interested even existed in her current organization. But she also had a very specific idea of the kind of purpose and vision she wanted to achieve by working in this field. She was also worried about not having a strong network and the impact that this might have on her ability to land her next opportunity. In today's episode, I'm going to share three things that I encouraged her to think about to help her build a runway towards her career goal, and that involves learning about herself, building a personal brand, and curating her learning playlist. Let's start with her future vision. She was very specific about this vision she wanted to achieve, but she wasn't sure what career path would lead her to that outcome. There are many ways you can achieve the same vision, but using different combinations of skills to deliver outcomes that add up to enable this future vision. For example, you could go down the path of academic or scientific research product innovation, technology innovation, data, risk management, governance, policy reform, you name it. Ultimately, you have to try different things to find that intersection between what you're good at, 
what you love doing, what you can be paid for, and what the world needs more of. In other words, your ikigai, your reason for being. Over the course of your career, your ikigai may evolve as you learn more about yourself. Even if your current job is not where you want to be longer term, there will definitely be transferable skills that you will gain along the way. The difference is how you lean into a role that may not be ideal and how you lift yourself up to build a strong personal brand for the kind of skills that you want to be known for. For example, are you known for being a critical thinker or are you just a doer? How do you deal with different perspectives in the team? How do you influence the people that you work with to think about different perspectives? The best place to start building transferable skills is where you are now. People's confidence in your ability to adapt to new roles comes from how well you adapt yourself in your current role. So that was the first thing that we touched on in this mentoring conversation, which was what was your vision? How do you want to achieve that vision? Are you known for those skills right now? And if not, what do you need to do to be known for those skills? The second thing I prompted her to think about was being visible. Don't hide behind a grey faceless avatar, the default avatar that you get when you upload nothing. If it's for privacy reasons, like if you restricted your photo beyond first degree connections on LinkedIn, I get it, that's totally fine. But if we're first degree connections or if we work in the same company and I still find a grey avatar when I look you up in the staff directory, it makes it harder for people to build a human connection with you, especially if they don't interact with you on a regular basis. Another thing we spoke about was being visible by joining industry networks to connect with people who are working in the area that you want to get into. By speaking with people who are actually working in the field, you will get a much more meaningful perspective on how they are working through their challenges and how they leverage different skills, different transferable skills from the wider team to collaborate on a solution. We also suggested volunteering for some of these uh, industry networks so that they get to know you on a different level and potentially think about you when an opportunity comes up. The third thing we spoke about was how to curate your own learning playlist relating to the specific technology trend that she was interested in. So she could gain an understanding of how technology and industry trends are shaping the way that we work and how the careers in this area are evolving. So the learning playlist that we uh, worked on together was a combination of people to follow on LinkedIn to stay up to date on articles and content that they were sharing. And I happened to, um, funnily enough, like I happened to uh, see a few people sharing articles on that topic. So I shared a few names for her to start with and for her to explore that even further. Funnily enough, 
I also came across some research articles from different sources that related to what she was interested in. And she did not realize that the topic that she was interested in was also of key interest from an HR technology perspective. So I shared what I could just to get her started um, so she gets, gets an idea of maybe some of the keywords to look for so she can start subscribing to her own research articles as well. In order to find out more about how an area of her interest intersects with the career pathways in our organization, I also encourage her to explore internal networking groups or internal communities of practice dedicated to a specific domain, as they often invite both internal and external guests covering very specific trends and how they are being applied in our industry. The main thing I wanted her to take away from this conversation was to not see her current job as entirely separate to her aspirational goal. Things always come full circle and you just never know when you might need to tap into one of your previous roles, whether it's the business knowledge that you gained or people that you crossed paths with or a methodology that was used that you can adapt and build upon to solve a new problem. The other thing I wanted her to also see the connection is to stay ahead of industry trends and learn from people who are in the field, but also find a way to to find that intersection between what you're doing or maybe the industry that you're working in and the trend that you're interested in. Because if the opportunities are more accessible in the industry that you're in right now, that might be an easier path to um, to bridge a career pathway into rather than this far-fetched aspirational goal. Where do I even find such a, such a job? You know, kind of um, kind of problem statement. So start with what you have. Leverage the networks that you have. Leverage the opportunities within your current environment but find a way to find common links between what you're interested in, what you love doing, what you're good at, what you can be paid for and what the world needs more of. People's confidence in your ability to adapt to new roles comes from how well you adapt and influence your current role, as I said before. So Building a personal brand doesn't necessarily mean being more self-promotional. It can be as simple as the way that you ask questions, the perspective that you bring, how you influence the people that you work with to achieve an outcome. As I was preparing the show notes for this episode, I couldn't help but reflect on how applicable these three things that we spoke about are just as relevant for any career stage. All of us are trying to find that intersection between what we're good at, what we love doing, what we can get paid well for, and what the world needs more of. So the more that you try different things, the more ideas that you will come across in terms of how you can achieve that happy intersection, which is your ikigai. The second thing that I was reflecting on was about what showing up means further into your career. Now, this is potentially a whole nother episode, but the main thing that I was reflecting on was about whether one, I had invested enough time 
on maintaining my networks and building new networks. But secondly, I also reflected on the objective of those networking relationships. I realized that I also fall into a trap of staying in my comfort zone, which is less about staying with the same group of people, but it was more I gravitate to a certain type of interaction and I needed to lift my game and also make sure that I also invest time in strategic networking as well. So that's a whole other episode altogether, but I couldn't help reflect on, um, you know, what showing up means at different career stages and also where we gravitate to in terms of our networking style versus, you know, avoiding the, the types of networking that we need to help us achieve our next career goal. The third thing that I reflected on about curating your own learning playlist is that we need to share more of what we're coming across. Now, I've probably switched gears a little bit and I've taken a break from sharing what I'm learning. And now I just grab and go what I need to, you know, apply on a specific thing that I'm, you know, interested in at work or I'm doing some research for maybe a podcast collaboration or what have you. So because I tend to just grab and go, I don't take time to package it for, you know, sharing it beyond the purpose that I had intended. And it got me thinking about um, how I first started learning from others. And I did value how people had taken time to summarize what they learned genuinely wanting to share versus promoting, you know, self-promotional. So that's, you know, I'm missing some of that old school sharing that we uh, we once used to see on LinkedIn because there's a little bit of the hidden self-promotion <laughs> these days that I tend to just like oh, scroll over like, is this, is this really for me or is this really about you? <laughs> yeah, I need to maybe get back on my own bandwagon and maybe post things that I've learned again and why. Um, but it just got me thinking about how we curate our learning and how we package that others. Um, I do miss some of those old school posts, if you like, um, which is becoming rare these days. Anyway, on onto a bit of a rant there. I hope you enjoyed this episode, both from the perspective of someone um, you know, in their first few years of their career. And also I hope you enjoyed the reflections that I took away from that for my own uh, career stage as well. If you know someone who's in a similar situation and needs to hear this episode, please share it with them. I'd also love to invite you all to be a part of our 100th episode by sharing your favorite reflection or guest on the podcast. For all the details, check out the link in the show notes or head over to ishanchan.co forward slash 100. I look forward to hearing your voice memos. Stay safe and see you in the next episode. That's it for today's episode. If you enjoyed this podcast, it would mean so much to me if you would leave a review on iTunes and let me know if this has helped you in any way in shaping your career goals. I'd love to connect with you on LinkedIn and Instagram. You can find me at Build Your Talent Stack.